Okay, uh, <laughs> so I guess we're starting with that, and um, and that being said, th- that brings us to the point where we need a fucking jingle. Uh, Jason, Jason, if you're out there, for God's sakes, please uh, work on a jingle, um, build something up. I don't care if it is literally four seconds long. I don't ever want to hear uh, the Weasel's Andy Bernard rendition of Drift Away ever fucking again. That being said, Weasel Sake Pod! Number seven? Seven. Wow. Seven. Um, we, we're, uh, we're seven pods in. Wait, can I go back to the jingle real quick? Please. Uh, if you're listening out there and you can, you can come up with a jingle, don't be afraid to That's reach right. out to us. We have all the social media networks up, running. Ready to go, having fun. Yeah, th- th- that's right. And if you can give us a jingle, I mean, um, there's some Brian involved for you, first of all. Yeah. I, I, I think you get to meet Brian, um, if you know, you know. Um, and then also, I think that maybe there could be some merch coming your way, which is another little tidbit about uh, some future things going on. Just, just uh, I'll just say merch. I won't even say anything else. But, um, yeah, so... About football, uh, I guess we should probably talk about some football. It, it is the uh, the True. Weasel Snake Fantasy True. Football Pod here. Um, just I'm just gonna cut straight to the chase. Did you watch Thursday night? <laughs> Working. <No>. Hey, good <laughs> to see you. Good to see you. Um, I honestly didn't want to watch Thursday at all. Jags Dolphins um, dumpster fire. Um, I don't have any players on oh, that team. We can't talk I about this. I freaking DJ Chark. I had him. He went down. Even though he like he had the the. the Chest issue, right? Something wrong with his chest. Yeah. Wait. Did he even? What, like, did he? He didn't play. I was gonna say I, I didn't he, see him all. Game. Well, I was talking to Jason about it because Jason had it in one of his leagues, and he was telling me like that he he was good to go. But if they had like a Sunday and then they played the following Sunday, but since they went from Sunday to Thursday, the Thursday is the quick turn. Yeah. Right? So they didn't and play him. he was like, nah. So he should be back from next Sunday, ready to go, hundred percent yeah. healthy. All right. That's fair. Um, I, I mean, um, there were a couple like lower. I picked up like the backup, Chris Connolly. Yeah, six yeah. points. Congrats. Yeah, nice. six point four. I'm playing Matt Higgins. Yeah, good luck. Good luck know. with that. That yeah. sounded a great start. Um, I mean, he had Devontae Parker on the other side, only at twelve. Um, but I mean, I think I think the biggest fantasy implication from from this game, uh, it's got to be Robinson. Um, putting oh yeah. Up fucking forty six. Um, two TDs. Um, what he had fucking. 30, 31 points this week. He had the most receptions and the most rushes on his team. That's absurd. Yeah. Yeah. And um <laughs> and on and that's the thing. It's another one of those ones where like from a regular football perspective, like it's it's honestly pretty cool. Um yeah. and that he popped off and it's interesting to see moving forward. But um also in our league it's a big storyline because Babs Boys Kamesh has Yeah, him. with him having Saquon going down. It was almost like it almost feels like the perfect, um, like the perfect passing of the torch from like Saquon's Achilles. It sounds to, like a uh, perfect Robinson. losing record uh, title win. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. I think moving forward is something to look at for sure. Um, uh, I love Minshew Mania as well from that game. I don't think anyone in our league has or starts him, so that doesn't matter. But that's just another kind of guy that I like for football and fantasy moving forward. That's sure. cool. I'm kind of waiting for Tua with the Dolphins as well, um, just to see when he comes in. Isn't it Fitzmagic that's playing right now? Huh? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I'm waiting for Tua to get to get tossed in. Yeah. I think Fitzmagic, I don't know. You Where's know the 0-3 now? No, oh, th- they won against the Jags, right? Uh, I'm, okay. Uh, um, this yeah, is snake-like. I, I didn't watch the end of the game. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they killed him. 
uh, Miami won 31-13. Damn, and fucking Robinson still had 30 points. Yeah. That, that's pretty wild. Oh, and also, um, just another little factoid about, like, Jordan Howard. Like, Jordan Howard, um, I don't know what the exact numbers were, but I saw this stat where the guy has, like, 17 touches, like, 16, or, like 17 rushes, 16 yards, and, like, four touchdowns. Like, he's on pace <laughs> to have, like, 98 yards and 16 touchdowns. <laughs> that is the most disgusting fucking stat line it's of Frank all Gore, bro. time. I can't, I can't understand. No, no. Okay, first of all, Weasel, Frank Gore's a good player. Fuck you. But <laughs> no, no. Th- that is the most fucking goal line vulture type shit of all time. And Jordan Howard was on the Eagles last year and was playing well and then fucking like had a lingering shoulder injury for fucking 10 months. Sure. So I'll be pissed. I'll be pretty pissed um, and if he kind of pops off. But um. Yeah, that was Thursday night's game. I think, like, for me, like, um, taking away from it was really just Buse's team for our league. I, I think, like, just like we said, I think that's going to be really key moving forward. Sure. Um, but now we're here um, after just a bloodbath of, of injuries last week. Um, we uh, we have a special guest yes. here today. Um, he, he goes by many names. Um, his name is Bodie. Uh, Bodie Phantom. Bodie Malice. Uh, Bodhi the Malice Mongoose. Um, uh, what do you want? Darren the, Waller. Uh, the the uh, extraordinaire. Yeah, the, the the Darren Waller tamer, the DWT. Yeah. Um, Bodhi, uh, the Malice Mongoose has joined us on the pod. I uh, think, think it's perfect time to bring him in. Bodhi, how we doing? What's going on, man? Just want to say, fuck all the haters. <laughs> <laughs> fuck all the haters, baby. Darren Waller for life. That Darren was Waller for life. Yeah. Let's. I I, th- I think we just start there. I think we start there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, how about this? You give us a breakdown of your whole team, but you start with D-double dubs. Yes. All right, so, I mean, I was I was looking at my team from last year, and, you know, it really came down to, you know, keeping D-hop, but I was giving up a first, or keeping Waller and giving up a six, and just just looking at, you know, giving up a first round, there's so much room to, to you know, that's, that's the person you're building your team around, essentially. Yeah, so I sure. just thought... You know, in terms of value, I was giving way too much up there. So, but and, I, uh, I have to ask this question to you: you you lost your first round pick, and then you picked Michael Thomas. Do you think Michael Thomas is better than D Hop? Um, I mean, that's I, technically I think, what I you traded Michael for. Thomas, you know? I think Michael Thomas has. I I mean, I don't know. It's tough to say because D Hop got traded over the the summer. So, I mean, yeah. obviously on the Texans he was a stud, and then the Cardinals had some questions. But Kyler's a baller. Yeah. Um, well, well, they, they're both going to get volume, so I, they're both studs. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, as right now, like, injuries have came into play. Michael Thomas is sitting his ass on my bench. He's not doing shit for me. Yeah. And right. uh, Hopkins is the best receiver in the league. Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, like, obviously, this question doesn't matter as much right now, but I'm just curious. Like, right now, like, like in this moment, if you knew that Michael Thomas was going to get hurt, would you have kept D-Hop? Absolutely. His love for Darren Waller just. D Waller won him a week last week. It's tough. It's tough. Led the team in points, man. Led the team in points. Yeah, called it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, honestly, before you even move on to anyone else on your team, I, I need to hear about. Last Monday, like, I, like, what was the vibe? <laughs> yeah. um, were you or were you not streaming outwardly during the game? So I was sitting there watching it, and, and low key uh, in the first half, um, he actually wasn't doing that well. He probably had like three catches for like thirty yards at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like okay, yeah. you know, and, like, like standard uh, tight end shit. Buse had um, New Orleans D, and they they had sagged Derek Carr like four times in two drives. So I was like, oh my god, I was like, it looked like a rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously the the players were were uh, 
bouncing off each other. It's like Waller did good, you know, that's yards, and, and they're moving the ball. Yeah. New Orleans points go down. Yeah, so exactly. it's like a, a nice domino effect for me. Yeah. So I was I kept watching, and, and they sacked him a couple times, and I, I literally got pissed. I literally got up and, and went in and laid down. So so I was uh, I was laying in my bed, you know, getting ready to go to bed, and it had already been like half hour, 45 minutes. I fired it back up, fired the app up, and boom, Waller had like six catches for 60 yards. And uh, it was like wicked close. And then I was just sitting there watching the, the, the game cast of the game, and dude, one yard touchdown. Unreal. Yeah, right after I said in the chat, if Dude. Darren Waller wins me this fucking game, no, that was I don't want to hear nothing the rest of the season. <laughs> Dude, that was I, I was watching it and um no. and uh, like for for most of the time my um like I was uh, I was up to date, but at one point like I think I got there was a little bit of a delay um uh, like on my TV, so I was getting messages. And then, like, I didn't know exactly what they were talking about. Like, it was a message, like, like Buse saying Darren fucking Waller. And then I'm like, there's literally no way. It was, it was one of those things where, like, I like if you see a movie before, but you're hoping for a different ending. Um, so, so you're, like, watching it, but you know what's going to happen. I get the message from Buse, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to score. Oh, my God, Darren <laughs> Waller's really going to fucking score. He's really going to – first, it was he's really going to put up 20. And I was like, wow, <laughs> Nick's right from last week. And then I was like, oh, my God, like, Drew's going to be right, and you're going to fucking win. Like, dude, it was literally, like – like I would say scripted, but I couldn't even have fucking scripted it. On, on a uh, on a fourth and one, nonetheless. Unreal. Uh, yeah, uncrazy. And uh, to to elaborate more on my pick, the other thing that went into it is the the Raiders' defense is atrocious. Facts. So I know they're going to be playing down almost all year, which they were that game. Yeah. The ones came out big early. Yeah. And they're just going to be throwing the ball. Yeah. And and uh, I mean a lot of the receivers like Rugs and. Um, they have Judy too as well, right? No, no he's on the Broncos. Oh. I, you know what's funny? I was just thinking, and I can't even think of another receiver over there than Ruggs. Yeah. Um, so a lot of their, the, a lot of their, uh, huh? the receivers are, are, are boom or bust and like kind of moving the ball up the field. Like Carr's main guy is Waller. Yeah. So he's just going to get heavy targets. And the thing with the keeper too, I mean, last year, dude, he was a top three tight end by scoring. I no, he was third. He was third. So, he was. And, he's and, the third And best I know tight Jason's out there, there and he, he told me, uh, he, he, <laughs> told me to eat shit for my pick because you can stream your fucking six, eight-point tight ends uh, every week. Uh, yeah, this one's for you, Jay. Suck my dick. <laughs> I think I think, I think think he's going to hit over 20 points twice this season, so you got your first one already. Oh, hear me. I, I was actually looking um, before this week, and Bo, you and I, both from a draft perspective and from a tight end perspective, actually have literally, literally opposite fucking um, situations. So, so your situation during the draft, you had D Hop with the first pick, you had D Waller with the sixth pick, and then you didn't want to lose your first pick um, because you really didn't have, um, or you picked Waller because you really didn't have any viable option at the other pick. I don't really think you can justify ever. I mean, like McCaffrey. That's and what like I'm saying. That's, you know. Yeah, and then, and then now like he's hurt and I that's mean, tough. Dealing with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have so much situations. Like you, the per, the player's got to be just an absolute. Stud. I feel like, you. I feel you. Yeah, and for me, I felt like I know other options at um like other than the first pick. So then I didn't. So I just kept McCaffrey, and then I did stream a tight end off the waiver wire and got Janu, and he put up twenty. So, so so we both have tight ends, and we both like like had like troubles with first round keepers, and now we're both kind of in similar situations. Thought that was kind of interesting, but. Yeah, no, um, like, I'm, I'm fucking with your team right now. Um, yeah, I, I talked about it in the last, last pod. I was looking at your team, and I was like, wow, on paper. Even with Michael with, Thomas with, out. Well, with Michael Thomas in, it look, it sounds good. I mean, your worst receivers, Juice, Chris Carson, Kareem Hunt, I mean. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah can, um, can you talk to me about Kareem Hunt a little bit? Like, do you think after watching last week um, with him and Chubb both getting literally like running back one type touches and production, do you think that's sustainable moving forward? Uh, I don't know. It gives me an Ingram and Kamara type feel. Yeah, I don't know sure. if it can be maintained because the Browns kind of suck. That's facts. But, uh, no, like I told you during the draft, dude, I, I picked Hunt and – I looked right at you and I was like, "Wow, I think I just made the worst pick." I <laughs> immediately, bro, dude, you immediately regretted it. You like yeah. within a second. Hold like, on. I think I can pull and, up. Uh, I think I can pull up. Like you know, here we are, and he's kind of carrying my team. Just to speak on my team overall, I mean, I think my team is is really good. I just have absolutely zero depth, dude. Which is going to be a problem, obviously, once we get into bye weeks. But facts, dude. I mean, in terms of, I mean, Carson, Carson's a baller. Rogers is the goat. Hunt, yeah, Hunt can play. Tyree kills a. A, a baller. Yeah, um, for sure. Thomas is obviously a stud. Waller's the best player on my team. Darren Waller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, I'm coming off your bench, like, I'm before the draft and before the year, Cam Akers was a dude that I thought was going to go off. Hasn't yep. been, like, obviously he had the rib thing. But I still think down the line, like, that's one of those, like, classic dudes at the end of the year that, that'll win you a year. Yeah. You know, well, I, I think, I think um, not everyone needs that guy, but, like, if you have that guy, then, like, like, more times than not, he's a league winner, bro. Especially with the roster you have now. If you added in another random piece that, that you didn't already think was good, like you'd be insane. So no, I'm, I'm I'm I fuck with your team. I fuck with your team. Yeah, random piece, aka uh, Nick Barton. If you're out there, Robbie Anderson. Robbie <laughs> Anderson. Look at my team. Okay. Look at my team and let me know. Hey, I like that. I like. Oh, you know, speaking of that, I want to put you on the spot. Um, so I am interested in um Chris Carson. Interesting. Yeah. Well, um, you're going to try to trade for another running back? Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Um, so, uh, it, like, for, for, for Chris Carson, would you be interested in something like like a Will Fuller, Kenyon Drake-ish kind of deal? You, you Ooh, have to tell me. That's I just want to put you on the spot on the pod. Well, but we can chat. We can discuss it off the pod. Sure. Sure. You know, wow. I, uh, I'm, I've been looking at some teams. Yeah. and I, I'm, might, I'm, I'm, I would do that, I think. Kenyon Drake and who else you said? And Will Fuller, uh, who um, may or may not have had um, zero, points. zero points last week. Yeah, But didn't um, he have like 22 the first week? Yeah, he had like 18 the first week. So, you know, just, you know, I figure I'd throw it out in the pod. I want to catch you a little off guard, see what you thought about that it. That was the so. thing, you know, it's just like the, the thing with Hop moving to Arizona. You just, you don't know how much... I mean, you know he's a stud, but it's like how the how's the volume gonna turn out? Yeah, like you just know New Orleans, dude. They they use their guys. Yeah, like you know Kamara's getting passes. You know Thomas is getting targets. Kamara's getting mad targets. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I feel no, and obviously after last year, like Michael Thomas had a fucking historic year, and even though like I feel I knew he was gonna, I didn't know, but I figured he was gonna come down from that. Even coming down from that. Is still a barring injury, a top two receiver. Absolutely, a top two receiver. And it's funny because the only other fucking receiver that I'm referencing when I say top two is fucking D Hop. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So, so like you were gonna, in my opinion, out of those two choices, you were gonna have one of the top two receivers in the league. Right. Like yeah, I, I think there's a gap between those two. A lot so, of running backs had one off the board too. I think I don't. I think I had the six pick probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you were, you were right in the middle. Saquon, Kamara, McCaffrey, and all those guys were off Zeke. the board. Yeah. And, I, and I wanted to pick a running back first. Yeah. But at that point, it was just like, you got to pick the best player. You got to click Clyde's Edward Hilaire if you want to pick the first. If you, yeah, I think I was just looking at it. Yeah, yeah. But the Kareem Hunt thing, I have a question for you. You picked Kareem Hunt as your fourth overall pick. You missed out on Mark Ingram, Calvin Ridley, D. Swift, Allen Robinson. Now, would you 
if you were to redo your draft, would you pick one of those guys? Or are you happy with your? No, I'm happy with that. I mean, uh, I mean, dude, receiver. I, I mean, the receivers you too. said right now are like. I mean, they're they're solid. Ridley Ridley solid, depending on how Atlanta does moving forward. But honestly, the thing that turned me off with Ingram was I thought Dobbins was going to come in and actually. Uh, yeah. Get, get some touches. Get I, some I was hoping so. I fucking had the and, dude. Because uh, he's a stud, dude. Yeah. And uh, no, it hasn't really happened yet, but I think it'll get to that point. That's the thing. I think it's only a matter of time, but like Dobbins is one of those guys where like whether they be a rookie or not, it's before the year, like all the analysts and all the people, even the guys in camp are like, oh, JK's having a good camp. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! He's definitely gonna take over. Oh yeah! He's gonna come in and do this, and then Mark, and then Mark Ingram, like, no, Shit. not even fucking Mark Ingram, Gus <laughs> Edwards, for God's sakes! God. I swear to God, Gus Edwards had more carries <laughs> than fucking J.K. Dobbins, and maybe even Mark Ingram last week, bro. I'm Shout d- out Matthew Barry. Matthew Barry is a dumb prick. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, Matthew Barry, I'm sure you're listening because we have, you know, millions of viewers already. Uh, Matthew Barry, you're a prick. Like, <laughs> I, I hate this shit. I, I'm, I'm done listening to projections. I'm done listening to this week-to-week bullshit. You know what? You know what I'm going to do every week? I'm going to run back this fucking pod. I'm going to listen to you and I talk. And then uh, and the guest talk. And that's what I'm going to listen to. Because at this point, all these bullshit fucking um, Michael Fabiano Wait, from NFL.com. Wait, what's it? Matt Matthew Barry. Barry. Ma- Matthew Perry. I thought it was a guy from Friends. The guy. Like, <laughs> I was like, no the one fuck? told you that was. All right. <laughs> no, Matthew. Matthew. Mister Fucking Roto Barry. This is literally his nickname. Mister Roto, which is stupid. First of all, stupid nickname. Stupid. stupid man. I hate that shit. But yeah, no, like um, J.K. Dobbins, bro. Like, um, obviously, I'm a little more pissed because I, I have him. So I've had a little <laughs> more stake in this. But but that being said, even if it's J.K. Dobbins or someone else, there's always these guys that before the year. Um, like everyone's hot on, like, like everyone's saying, oh, like he's gonna come in and take the leading carries, and then it right. doesn't happen. So um, no, I, I, I feel you, but I wanted to actually redirect the Kareem Hunt thing to you, Weasel. Uh huh. Can I just make a point? I, oh I, yeah, I just do. love how how these guys can watch practice. Yes. And be like. Yeah, dude, this dude's gonna get touches, especially like, yeah, this year. Especially, dude, especially this year. I mean, he's gonna play. Exactly, dude. Dude, there were non-contact practices and no preseason this year. Honestly, looking back on it, I, I need to look myself in the mirror and say, "Snake, you're a fucking idiot for listening." Because th- there is no, like more like I think in a regular season, I think you're right, and I think this season you're even you're even more correct because right. there's just no no like practice. No preseason to even show, so there was nothing for these dudes to go off of. But no, right. I yeah, but Weasel, I wanted to ask you. So, so, so right now, just theoretically, if Bodie offered you um, Cream Hunt for Joe Mixon right now, would you do it? Five, four, no, three. Would you do it, Bodie? Would Five, I do it? No. four. Okay, all right. I, I, no, you know, I want to see. I'm not sure, you know. right now, but I'm definitely I mean, honestly, not. He's on paper, he's better. Like on paper, he gets more touches. I think I just on paper. Yeah, the team, the team has a lot of weapons, man. Yeah, but it just doesn't seem like they. I don't know. Compete. I feel you. <laughs> well, like here, it's funny because um, because I have this question kind of like on deck because I want to ask you both this because my hot take is if I'm both of you, I think both of you benefit from it. And and like I'll just tell you just my thinking on it and and just like the way I was thinking through it because I think it's an interesting trade. Like Drew Weasel, you have. As your running backs, and I, like it's, it's a pretty simple um, thought process. You have Kamara, um, you have Mixon, who's kind of like at this point said like what eleven and twelve, like kind of like boring, yeah. like consistent. Yeah. But where if you throw in Hunt, you already have Kamara popping <clears throat> off every single week with twenty five to thirty. Right. Um. So so he's holding down your your running backs, and then you throw in 
Hunt, and then maybe he has the potential to get 25. Maybe uh-huh. he goes down to like six or seven. But Joe Mixon has potential to get 25, though. And he's always uh, going to get 11. No matter what, he's always going to get 11. And then he's going to throw up 25 every four weeks. Maybe this is a difference of opinion. I, I just think Kareem Hunt has the higher ceiling. And then, and then and then for Bodie's team, like he has Chris Carson. Well, Chris Carson's a fucking stud, I think. But Chris Carson's a little injury prone. Maybe Joe Mixon kind of like steadies the fort for a little while. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting trade. I'm, I'm like looking at your guys' teams. Um, because honestly, um, like that's the only thing I've, I've been trying to do for the league in general. Just, just trying to like pick out other teams and trades and honestly i don't like to trade unless i see myself totally totally benefiting that, and that, that makes no way, fucking sense well it's just the only way i'm gonna trade i'm happy with my team i drafted them for a reason you know what i'm saying so i don't like to trade unless i feel like i'm totally winning it oh um, i like that and i think um i want to ask bodie bodie um, i mean i have an answer for you but um, I, I want you to answer this question yourself what's your strategy in trade negotiations um my strategy in trade negotiations is to make the person just literally press the hell out of them. Yes. And uh, make them feel like they're winning the trade just by explaining my numbers and my point of view of it. And there's where we differ a little bit. Yeah. And and, and uh, it uh, makes it tough sometimes with people that don't really understand football. There uh, it uh, is. Brandon, if you're out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a call out. <laughs> Holy fuck. All right. I like it. What happened? Yeah. Uh, so, so last year, I, I don't know. I was trying to get someone from Brandon late in the season because I had an injury. And, uh, <laughs> and I was literally just like, I was literally just pounding with numbers. I was like, I was like, yeah, this dude's been like the fourth best player like the past like four weeks. Like, and uh, it literally came down. He's like, he's like, my guy averages more points than your guy. Like, why do you want to make this trade? Yes. I was like, because I want to lose the trade. <laughs> I want to lose this trade. I've and also that, said the same thing. Yeah, but- and, 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 and he doesn't know football either. That's why he said that. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. A cat just walked by. It fucking spooked the hell out of the me. The cats, I know. I'm sorry. It's always this this black cat, too. Oh, for, yeah, for our listeners, there's a black cat and then also a different colored cat that, A, always get into my garage, so fuck them, but B, always walk past the pod, so. And somebody could be like, wait, aren't you in a house? No, we're in the 2013 Prius C. Yeah, uh, Prius uh, C. Not A, not B, C. Cafe Disco. Come on, baby. Come on. You know where we are, but. I lost my train of thought. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm talking I, about how you're, uh. You can't make trades because you have no football knowledge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, uh, I don't shady, know. Shady masseuse? Uh, shady masseuse. No, no, but, but hear me out. Um, I think Bodie's, Bodie's explanation of, of the way he trades, it's it's on point, but it's um, yeah, he's dancing around the point that, uh, uh, like the translation is, what Bodie will do is he wants your player and he will just aggressively, aggressively convince you um, that 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 you're pl- that that you, that, that you should do this trade, like bully you into the trade, basically, <laughs> like like whether it be over text or in person, he would just like aggressively test testosterone, Phil, convince you, and just fucking pound it. Come on, come on, come on. Like he he like wants yeah. out. Like like if he could, he would punch you in the face for you to make the trade. This is fact. But he can't, <laughs> so he would just aggressively come at you with his words. Yes. and sometimes it works. Yeah, sometimes man. it works, and, and then it's other all, times it's all about peer pressure today. It is. It is. That's the thing. I mean, like sometimes. Like uh, the end justifies the means, Machiavelli for all you scholars out there. But uh, <laughs> like sometimes you just gotta just do whatever you do to get what you want. You know, Bodie, I respect it. I do. I do. And I, I I think it's on brand with 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 the malice mongoose lifestyle too. Yeah, so. man. So let's go back to uh, 
the breakdown of your teams. We talked about. Yeah, yeah, we're we almost talk, done. I'm sorry, I, um, I cut in. Shit, we talked. About. Can, can I just, dude, Matt Prater? <laughs> every year I've done fantasy. That every league I've been in, that's my kicker. Every single year. Really? And that man never lets me down. Other than last week, we had yeah, two. and he missed a. He missed a. I think it was a fifty, a fifty-eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did let me down last week, even though Darren Waller did. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, three out. extra points made, one field goal. Uh, I mean, I've always. Uh, he plays in a dome, man. No weather conditions. Man usually bangs out from fifty. Uh, that that team moves the ball and usually doesn't finish. So so. Um, they know they're kicking a lot of field goals. Dude, hear me out. I well, like, the, the, like you said, like you guys were talking about kickers last week. You can swing a game, man. Dude, exactly. Yeah, they can. Dude, and talking about kickers, like that is probably the area where I need to do my due diligence. Is like the thing with the domes <coughs> and and that kind of stuff, and because that's such like a fucking um like like a a crazy like um a crazy factor for kickers, like wind, like like where you are, like yep. like. So I, I'm, that's something I've never done in the past, ever, and I don't do now. But I feel like I have to just throw in there because I think it's still a crapshoot. But obviously, just like at least having a little bit of like, like like rhyme behind the reason, like it gives yeah. you, at least gives you a little more like <coughs> peace of mind. So no, I feel that, especially with the with the consistent kickers. Like you see guys like Harrison Bucker for the last like since Mahomes right. oh has taken the helm, right. he's nuts, dude. Like, yeah, I mean he literally sat there. Uh, what last Sunday night and bang three fifties in a yeah. row? Like stupid, crazy, stupid. You, yeah, yeah. So guys like that. I mean, not anymore. But for a while, it was uh, it was Gostowski with the Pats. Or I mean, I think when um when Peyton was on the Broncos, they had fucking McManus, yeah. who back in the day was consistent. Like, like the Rams kicker too. What was his name? The leg, bro. Yeah, he's with John. Yeah, he's with Dallas now. Yeah. dude, and even Blair Walsh from the Vikings, yeah. bro. I can vividly remember, dude. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you guys might not remember. There was another kicker from the Chiefs that put up. Like 27 points, bro. Santos, right? Cairo fucking Santos. That's crazy. What a, what a name pull. Dude, that dude had 20. Cairo? Cairo. Wow. Like, like the city in Egypt, Cairo. That's a sick Like the dude. game, the video game. Cairo. The game. Oh, Spy- or Spyro, but oh, okay, Jesus. Okay. That was a weasel. That was a moment. weasel moment. Holy shit. Oh, welcome. Hey. W- welcome. Hey. Nice to meet you. Weasel nice mongoose. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> a meeting of the treehouse again. But yeah, Cairo fucking Santos had 27 points that one week. Dude. Kickers, like, it's funny because I'm in another league, which, believe it or not, it's I like love. like the video game. Ah, <laughs> uh, Spyro. Spyro the Magic Dragon, thanks. Or no, that's Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> Fuck! Fuck! We, hey. Uh, I'm snake. Come on, baby. Weasel snake mongoose. Wow, that was fucked. That was a f- wow. So <laughs> terrible. A terrible turn of events. <laughs> Um, but it's crazy. I'm I'm in another league, and hot take. I would love to have this for every fantasy league, not just mine, but on the planet. There is no kickers because really? I think it's so random. It's so random, and like they're honestly, there's it's. I feel like it's so much more random than the other positions that I think it's like, like I don't like it. Almost, I don't like it. I I would rather just have a defense, and like in another league, um, I don't even know. This, this might be too much. But I had two flexes in a different league. Yeah. Um. Like it, it does. It gives a different vibe to the league. But it, so it's just regular lineup. Like everything down mm-hmm. except under the defense. It's not a kicker. It's just another flex. Uh huh. So 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 like, like what do you guys think about that? I have a question. Wait, I, I have I a question. I want to fire back at this. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. Do you, what do you, what got? do you think about instead of a D like a entire team? Do you have like three individual mm-hmm. defensive players? Oh, IDP. Yeah. 
See, that's the thing. I've always been interested in IDP because I think I was talking to the to the commish, um, like maybe or in the summer or something. I think it was the commish, but um, about this, where it's like IDP like gives more like scale to drafting the players. Like, so, so I'd be interested in the IDP yeah. kind of thing. I've just never done one, so I don't really know where to right. pick guys right. or yeah, like I how many I, points they I score. I feel like defensive players are harder to read too on like a. a um, like a like points a, yeah, a producing status, you know. What I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel I, like a lot of them are like, you know, like Shady McCoy. Like they have Shady yeah, McCoy. Shady <laughs> <laughs> They have like rub your back points, you know. Yeah, right. dude, I feel you. Motivational points, but but no, um, I think like what what Buse was telling me was that it's a lot of linebackers because like the, they just get the most tackles, yeah. they, but they're in coverage. They can also you know make picks and stuff. Right. So that's the thing. Um, I think that's something that um, even for Arlie moving forward, I would love to talk about. Like especially yeah. because I know I feel like this. Like I, I'm like um, I mean, and I'm just IDP and defense, not kicker. The kicker thing is like is a little more radical. Right. But um, no, I like the IDP thing because like I don't know. I think it'd be a learning curve. I think people would really have to like do research in order to do this shit right. But I'd be yeah. interested. So uh, I'm, interested. I'm, I'm into it too. Yeah, I, I, I like I like the idea of expanding the. The fantasy as it as a whole. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Like it adds another dynamic. It does. It does. It makes it. I like when I, even when I'm watching games, I just want to watch the offense. Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. The, that's I'm getting points. But like when the defense, I'm like fuck. But if you had that, then it makes me want to watch the, the defense whole game. too. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. And 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 like, especially in football, like I don't know, like it, it's it's hard to see who the guys are. Like it, it's not like a sport like you know basketball. Like like we are pretty big fans of where it's like there's only a couple guys in the core. Like you know exactly who you're watching. Right. Where in football, I don't know. Like like a, a lot of time it's, it's kind of like a high Project bullshit. So I don't know. I feel like the, the more guys out there that you can look at and identify right. with and root for, right. um, it, exactly. it makes it more fun. It does. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, so I'd be interested. Oh, well, I'm, and I, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on the kicker thing too because I've yes, only I have, one to, I have to ask a question about the sure, kicker. Sure, 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 sure. Do you think that a kickers and the defense is becoming such like a high role in your starting lineup that it takes the spot of like your ninth or ten pick over your bench spots? See, Never. yeah, yeah. See, I, I know that like no one's good. Like I said. I, I know. I just go for Prater. Yeah, that's it. Right, and, and like I know, you know, mo- like probably what half of the teams in our draft pick the kicker right at the end. And yeah, then, like you usually pick them up. Stream, bro. Stream. I yeah. just go for Prater out of out of out of love, man. Yeah, like, just just you know, like man, he- man's been with me from the beginning. <laughs> so I let me. Owe, you have a long term relationship. I owe him my uh, yeah. I owe him my roster spot. Uh, you have roots in the Prater household. Absolutely. <laughs> Modi has uh, roots in the Prater household. Prater, if you're out there, I do have to um, say this. Oh, invite me over to your house for dinner. For yeah, dinner, so I can. You got cornbread. Hello to your wife. Yeah, there you go. You got cornbread, Matt Prater. You got cornbread. Bodie, yeah, lo- Bodie loves cornbread. Prater, get back to us, buddy. Yeah, let me know. I have to say this though. I did the kicker at like the twelfth pick and my defense at my eleventh pick. I think I went back to back. Yeah, something like that. It is kind of early, but my defense and my kicker combined each week have got to be twenty five points plus. Well, that's huge. That's yeah. that's thing. Like it pays off, but I feel I don't know. Um, I might just be an old head with this, and honestly, like I was gonna, I was actually just gonna say that I usually pick my defenses in my last two rounds. But there have been years I've actually not even picked them at all, and just picked like another like positional player. And then before week one, I would just pick one up and drop one, like only only so I could have whether it be injury or someone pops off in camp or like for me, I don't know. I'm, I just think there's so much fucking value on not even just positional players, bro, but running backs. I know it's obvious from my fucking eight picks, but over the years. Like as as there've been less and less bell cow backs, I think there's such a value on running backs, and I think literally like for me at the end of my draft, I want to be able to look at my team and have the most po- options possible at my position, um, at my skill positions, especially my running backs. So there have been years where I've picked no kicker until literally the day before week one. I 
I think that that's a like an extremely great point. Like today, and you just see it because they like almost never get paid. Yeah, like, running backs are just so expendable in today's league. I mean, yeah, you saw Pittsburgh literally move on from Bell, who at that time was like the number one back in the league. Yeah, and then immediately Connor slow, uh, slid in and. Yeah, it was literally right up there producing, producing like Bell did. Yeah, so. I feel like that's interesting. Like um, Bell had that huge fucking fuss about the holdout and not playing, and then yeah. um, and then he goes to the Jets and then he doesn't play as well. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm almost he wondering didn't now. Really do well at all? No, no. So I'm I know he's hurt, so it's tough to say now. But I'm almost wondering if like Lev Bell like doing all this bullshit and wanting to get paid more, but then having someone else step in and not producing on another team. Like was that almost a catalyst for? Less bell cow backs and less running backs being paid. I wonder, and I'm even looking at Melvin Gordon. You know, um, like he he holds out, but then he comes back and then he plays okay last year. I had him last year. He played okay last year, but he didn't play like he wanted to be paid. So I'm wondering if these guys holding out and then coming back and not producing almost has made it easier for teams to run by committee or or, or like not pay these guys. Right. Like 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 Weasel, I'll start with you. What do you think about that? Uh, Weasel has no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Mongoose, what do you think about that? Um, I don't even like. I, I had another thought, like just on on the on the backs, like, um, like when you're like, uh, like when you're picking your back and and you're looking like at keeping, like, yeah, if they're gonna be like an unrestricted free agent, like, and they're not guaranteed to go back to their team. Because I mean, a lot like you said with Bell, dude, he went to a pretty bad team, tough line. Pittsburgh obviously has a great line. And they, they run a great offense. Yeah. And uh, they involve, like, the running backs, whereas, you know, New York doesn't really do anything. They're just bad. Yeah. yeah they're just, they they're just not really a good play team. play football. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're <laughs> They've like, been bad for a long time. Yeah. They're, like, Pop Warner mm. level or something. Yeah. You dude. know? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> D1 I was going to say, like, like, uh, like, how, like, from the initial point that Hop got traded to Arizona, like, what does that do to his value in your mind? Like, what did that do? I think it. You know, for, I mean, for me, I think that um, his floor kind of lowers a little bit. Um, you know what I'm saying? But because like, um, it's a, like, and, and this is just just from from the beginning of the year standpoint. This is not yeah. talking about what he's already right. done. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, about. yeah. So before the year, um, him being traded there, um, I think his his value kind of stays the same and as like a, a number one guy. His floor is lower because I think he has has um, a worse quarterback, but his ceiling's higher. Um, because the because like it's just such an unknown commodity. Yeah, it just yeah, means you don't know right. what's happening, you know. So I right. I think that um, he kind of stays in that wheelhouse of I'm not picking him over Michael Thomas, but like I'm not picking like um, like fucking Mixon over him. Right. Like like you know right. like he's right. in that kind of category. But I don't know. I mean I I just think the running back thing. Like all the time I had I'm like I could think of only a couple bell cow backs in the league right now. True bell cow backs. Yeah, Derrick right. Henry, yeah. Chubb. Um, or no, no, or, I'm then, sorry, yeah, I'm not even Chubb anymore, bro. Fuck. Um, so, Zeke, so Zeke. Jacobs, so, um, so, uh, yeah, Zeke, Jacobs, um, Henry, um, I mean, that's, I don't even know. I mean, when McCaffrey's in, I guess, yeah, oh, absolutely. So, uh, like, absolutely. yeah, like, he's a bell cow of the fucking offense, not even just a running right. game. Yeah. Um, but then outside of that, he's even Kamara, bro. Like, like Kamara's not a fucking bell cow back, no, dude. No. Uh, like, he, he puts up numbers, but he's not a bell cow back. And that's back. what I said, he's receiving be, and, and that's yeah, what yeah. I had said to, uh, one of you guys the other night, because, um, someone, Teddy has who? Dalvin Cook and, and Zeke. Like, I, I would take, I mean, yeah, yeah. Guy, I yeah. mean, like those guys aren't like big, 
Like, I would take Camaro in a heartbeat over those guys just for the people, like in a PPR league. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I feel like, you. I don't I think you. Zeke's not really a good PPR bag. Obviously, he gets the volume every game. Yeah. And then, like, even like a, I don't know, like, who who's a, like a, I mean, Tariq Cohen, I guess a couple years ago is a good example. But I'm yeah. I think of someone from like last year that just popped out strictly on receptions but oh uh, yeah I mean, it's, it's something like james head, white though. sometimes someone like, like that yeah, yeah like change of pace i mean dudes. those guys have a ton of value in my opinion like i just yeah. like james white up in in uh uh this past weekend yeah no so. I, I feel you. yeah I mean, for me it's just like like with, with the receiving backs and um and this just honestly speaks to how i feel about running backs based um compared to receivers too it's just that um, when you're giving the running back the ball, like like the ball's in his hands, and like he he's getting that rush, and, and you know for a fact, like like he, he's get, he's getting opportunity. In the passing game, I mean, obviously for running backs is a little different because they are a safety blanket yeah. and, and they are open a lot. Um, the ball's being snapped to the quarterback, and the quarterback's got five six options and also very limited time to get that ball off. Right. And I, I just think that like um, even though a guy like Kamara, I think may finish the year um, ahead of Dalvin. And maybe even ahead of Derrick Henry, you know, um, I, I think the ceiling's higher. I just think, like, that consistent, like, you know this dude is getting touches is so hard to come by. And that's why I think that has value. Like, I mean, even if he's not going to be putting up as many points that week, I just think having the, that, that consistent, like, th- that consistent whatever, like, 24, like, like Derrick Henry had 31 and then 24 touches. Right. You know, like, if, like if, you, if you know that your number one pick or, or you're one of the best players on your team is getting the ball that many times, yeah. I think there's comfort in that. I guess um, so. So th- th- that's just my standpoint on it. That but, was my thing with Michael Thomas. Yeah. You just knew, like, you know he's getting targets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I feel like in terms of receivers, how receivers go, in terms of, like, running back quality, like, amount of touches, it's, I mean, D-Hop and Thomas when he's healthy. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. everywhere, like, because I think you step down from that. And after that, who's next? I mean, like, Julio. Julio, who, I mean, obviously last week we Keenan saw. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen has dropped off a bit yeah, too. I'm like, like, yeah. like I mean, Tyreek Hill's boomer bust. You have him. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You know? So that's the thing. It's like it's like I feel like it's tough to even. I feel like bell cow receivers. If that's even a term, I'm gonna coin that right now. I'm bell cow receiver. Yeah, yeah. But um, I feel like before this, I mean, I'm, in the past, I feel like there wasn't even bell cow receivers, bro. I, I feel like that wasn't even a thing. Like, I think even Thomas and Hopkins are now like hot, like are now kind of rare commodities or a new thing. Too. It's true. It's yeah. true. There's, I feel like there is a big difference between like those two and like everyone else. Yeah. Calvin Johnson would be Calvin Johnson, Megatron like, like, back in the yeah, day was yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Bell cow receiver is a dude that like no matter what the coverage is, you can just throw his way. Yeah. And I don't think you see that. I mean, you don't see That's that fair. a lot. That's a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, Antonio Brown. Was like yeah, that too. Yeah. I mean, like, like, which is weird because he's an anomaly because of the athletic, the, the right. athletic has been sized. But you know, but yeah, I think it's just it's tough to find those guys. Where obviously for running backs, that was the norm. You know, where where that's going away. Right. Well, I think now, like, I don't know if for receivers that's becoming a thing, but I think like there's now definitely apparently guys that are like. Well, the that NFL now. is throwing more now than ever. Yeah, yeah, especially with the rules and the yeah. penalties, and and you can't the quarterback and you can't fucking touch the receiver yeah. and. Who knows what's going on with all the catch rules now? I literally right. can't. My head spins every year. I don't know what, what's a catch and what's not ever. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I, I think it's interesting, like, moving forward, like, receivers and, like, the the dying breed of the bell cow back, you know? Yeah. You know, like, and, well, I, I think we got on this whole thing, starting from kickers, actually, which is funny <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, no, I just think that there's value in running back. Yeah, the um, bell cows. The bell cow receivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the bell cow <laughs> receivers. Um, all right. Um, I'd love to look at um, some some matchups this week. Um, j- just super quick, like, like, fly through them. Yeah, Bodie, you're going against who I think is the best player 
in the league right now is Proc. What are you thinking about that? Uh, no, I mean, I mean, Proc's team is pretty good. He's got depth. Um, tough matchup for me. Of course, his tight end had one catch, and it's a fucking touchdown. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. Oh, um, um, hear me out about Proc. I also have Darren Waller as my tight end, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Um, the power. The, uh, I, tight end. Like cow tight end. <laughs> Bell cow tight end. Oh, bell cow. Yeah. Combo tight end. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, um, Healer's got kind of got a tough matchup with Baltimore. Uh, Julio's playing Chicago. They're tough. They got Eddie Jackson and good corners. So. Dude, oh, with Proxy, I'm looking at his flex, and I think I wouldn't have started Allen Robinson there. It might be a no, hot take. I was literally about to say the same thing as well. Dude. And I, and I honestly think Traquan Smith with, with Thomas out and, you know, they're going to be playing Green Bay. I think that's going to be a shootout tonight. Yeah, no, I, I fuck think, with that I think for he sure. Could, uh, I think he's like high boom, boom level. Yeah, or no, it makes sense. not going to do anything. Dude, and for uh, Proc, it goes back again. Literally like what we were just talking about with the backs, dude. I, I would have started Gaskin, and I say that even before he had the 15 last night. And then, or I would have started Josh Kelly, dude. Uh, Josh Kelly showed last week getting 23 fucking touches, bro. Um, yeah, yeah. And one of his running and, um, no, I would have started him right at the flex, bro. He has Hilaire and Eckler. I would have started. I would have put Deontay Johnson yeah. at my flex. Yeah. Agreed. That's fair. I think that Houston game is going to be like a shootout. Dude, it's too. almost like it's Big Ben's like number two. Dude, dude, the Behind Steelers. Uh, I've been saying Big this forever, ben, dude. Oh, MVP. Yeah. Big Ben MVP this uh-huh. year. I hope so. Anyone wants to bet me on that? Just let me know. No. I love it. I'm with you. But, but um, no, um, hear me out. I'm, you're a Steelers fan, too, so I want to talk to you about this. Have you noticed this weird thing over the years of where, like, they have a number one receiver? Oh, yeah. And then the two receiver pops off? Oh, yeah. Dude, it's literally happened from, like, like yeah. for what? Mike Wallace, and then it was Brown, and then it was Brown, and then it was Juju, and it was yeah. Juju. And now it's, 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 we, it's honestly almost, like, spooky how that happens because it, I've never seen that anywhere else. Like it, it's funny because, like, like, like crazy. Through, the, through the years, like, everyone, we always end up taking, like, uh, uh, a receiver like in yeah. the second round we have Chase Claypool now too at that 80 yard touchdown who's dude gonna be, uh, I fuck with him too and, yeah um, we always pick like a receiver and everyone's like oh we just picked another fucking receiver <laughs> oh you know what's and funny then, and then literally they end up turning and we have James Washington too yeah who, who, who kind of popped off for a little bit but I think they kind of weeded him out dude you know what's so, funny this is full circle because we were talking about before um, we don't know any other receivers on the Raiders but you know who a uh, guy I thought was going to pop off with the Steelers? Who was that guy last year they had? And, like, he had the dreads. He was he suspended a couple games. Martavis Bryant. Martavis Bryant, bro. Yeah. Like, and he was two another guy. Ago. Yeah, yeah, two yeah, years ago. He was ago. a stud, too. Yeah, Dude, right. I thought he was going to pop. You know, then I he, thought he was going to pop. Then he uh, failed, like, nine drug tests. Nine? Who gets yeah, he got suspended, like, four different well, Was that for weed? Was that just for weed, do you know? No, it was, like, a different, a bunch of different All right, all right, all right. Be, 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 shit. Oxy. Uh, well, I, I, it could be anything, but I mean, I'm, if it was about weed, I just I, I wanted to bring that shit up because I think it's a fucking absurd that, that like these guys get pounded for weed about that. Like I'm like Calvin Johnson literally said that you smoke weed what after games, yeah. like after games, oh, yeah. dude, all the time, all, all, like like literally after every fucking game, and these guys are getting like suspended for like years on end. Like dude, a guy's career that that was ruined, who I think is literally all time like all time type talent, no cap, is Josh Gordon, bro. That, that dude lost. What probably three years, the right. three three prime years, and, yeah. and then in the NFL, that's huge. Three prime years of, of his NFL career because of weed smoking, bro. Because of some Brian in his life, and like yeah, he had some Brian in his life, and and he lost three years, um, three years of his career. Like, dude, he, he it's crazy that year he got spent for four games. Didn't he lead the, the league in in, in what, at least fantasy points and maybe even yards? Yeah. And then the dude lost three years because of weed, bro. And I, I don't know. I think that's a crazy ass thing. Yeah. With Martavis Bryant, it's more than that. Then obviously he's got a different thing going on. But right. I don't know. That, that's your piss. Like, like, what do you guys think about the weed thing in the NFL? 
You already know you want me. Um, I know it's hot. It's I, hot. I mean, like to I mean Calvin, like someone like Calvin Johnson, dude. That man got beat up every Sunday. Yeah, like, facts. It's got to be a good wine. Like I'm absolutely not. Like I'm. No, no one should be tested for that. Like it's yeah, it's it's free go for sure. Yeah, especially so, if it's I, I legal. If like, it's a big deal at all. Especially if it's legal within your state. Yeah, I, that's, right. the, the, you know, the legalization thing's big too. Yeah, I mean if you, I mean if you, if you got games in Buffalo, right, and you're in, in New York where it's illegal, then I don't think you should do it. Yeah, you know, but like if you're in Mass, like if you're a Patriots guy, you know, sure, and you want to do it, why not? I, I don't. You. If it's legal, if it's illegal, something you can buy. I say why not. No, I feel you. I feel you. Especially now. Um, Especially if you legally like purchase it and everything. Yeah, I say no problem. Yeah, that's the thing because I mean, obviously for a long for a long time it's been like medicinal. It's it's hitting like like recreational now. But I think at this point, I don't know. Like, um, if you look at other leagues, like I think and what in, in the NBA, like it's, it's pretty much a joke in the NBA. In the MLB, <laughs> it's um, I don't even know they test for for weed in the MLB. Like if I'm wrong, this, this is a snake t- moment. They don't even like drug test in the MLB. They don't do anything. Well, let's run that back because steroids ruin the MLB. But you know, other than that, other than those drugs, but no, I'm playing. But um, I just like weed, like, like I, I just think that that um, especially with the NFL, where they've had so many problems with like, long-standing health issues, like 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 in the long run, and like obviously in the short term too. And it's like um, I think it's threatening like the, the the future of the league, like down the road. Who knows what football is going to look like? I think that any help they can get, um, in terms of like keeping the players healthy, safe, and happy. Um, would be nice, and I think like marijuana is a pretty easy right. kind of first step to that. But all right, let's let's move on to the matchups. Uh, or let's move through the matchups. Um, Bodie, um, I'm t- I'm taking Proc in yours. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you take a lap. Yeah, <laughs> he, 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 like to me, he's just um, he's he's the he's the the power ranking number one now. So I think he's just like the team. I look beat. I look at his like top six, seven guys. I mean, take away. I like my guys Zaki, this week. Uh, I, I, I think um, I think the, uh, the the player to watch is, is exactly like you said, is Troquan Smith. Yeah, I think uh, he's either gonna win or lose me this week. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so I I, I think it's Proc. Um, I don't think it's def. I don't think it's definitely Proc in a commanding victory, but I think it's Proc. Um, well, let's move on to. Oh, I, I, I want to look at your matchup, Weasel. Um, okay. So you have. I'm trying Matt Higgins. Yeah. Um, at, at least I'm trying Matt Higgins. Um, coming off uh, an absolutely unbelievable week. Unbelievable week. Almost 200 points. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I think coming off that. Um, the man last night, he was uh, pretty hyped up. Yeah. Pretty hyped up. All right. More I like points it. And he scored all last season. I like that. I like that. And no, <laughs> I, I, I love that. Um, well, I think it was it was maybe Jake. Um, I'd been like, oh, Matt, you changed the team name. And, and I, as I was typing, no, don't change it, Matt was like, no, I'm going to keep the name. And I, <laughs> and, and, and I hit my backspace button a couple times and I put my hand to my head and I saluted him. Because <laughs> I was like, at least I'm trying, Matt Higgins. That's an institution right there. I, I think love he's it. still trying until he gets that championship. Exactly. And after it, that, it, it our, spot, our first at the year, very least. Yeah. Our, our the first year, least. didn't he go to the final? I don't know, but dude, I'm telling you, in in the collusion league, in in the collusion league, I swear to God, bro, he had the best team. I don't remember who was on his team, uh, but I feel like you I talked remember. about it in the first pass. Yeah, first yeah, oh. dude, I and dude, like I said, ever since then, Matt and Nick both. If I'm not gonna win this thing, I hope to God it's one of those, those two. <laughs> I do badly, but because Matt, I basically ruined his fantasy career. Um, I mean, maybe until now, and then Nick is Nick. So you know what? The, right. the, those are my guys. But yeah, looking at Matt's team, I mean. I don't think 192 is coming down the pipe again, but <laughs> but, but, but but that just being talks him up, yeah, ain't gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing. I gotta be realistic. I gotta be realistic. I love his team, though. I, I love his oh, team. Wait, uh, I, I was with him last night. We actually had the the, the Falcons have a coat player with COVID, and they're waiting on all the tests to come back. Whoa, and he was whoa, talking to whoa. me. Yeah, man. He was talking. I didn't know that shit. He was talking to me uh, about if he should start Cam Newton or Matt Ryan. And then the moment that came out, 
Uh, I was like, yeah, dude. You, I mean, you, you're starting Cam now. Cam's got the better matchup, Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. But, but obviously, Matt Ryan popped off. What do you think night, they'll do? In Chicago. Well, well. Here's the so, thing. I mean, like, like for that, I mean, last week. Yeah, I mean, for just talking about that little thing, like, I'm, I'm, I look, he might have started Cam anyways. But honestly, on a, on a more macro level, like, what happens with the Falcons, bro? Like, like who are they they're playing? They're waiting on all the results of the rest of the players. I think that, dude. If, I think if they have more of them test positive, they have to like shut down, if you will. I think the NFL should because continue. The, dude. He, he tested. He tested positive. The dude tested positive Friday morning in practice. Dude, with everybody. Well, but that's the yeah, thing. But, but, but dude, look at this. Are it's outside, Falcon though. Oh, what do you say? They are outside. It's, oh, it's tough to give it to people when you're outside. With some COVID type things, though, it did come out that it possibly might just be airborne and six feet might not even matter. But really? like, yeah, but, but 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 I mean, like um, like even that being said, like, like regardless, regardless, like um, like like the NFL has to look at this, and I think there's a chance that this game gets maybe canceled, postponed. Like I, I don't know. I mean, just. The, the first inkling of COVID to me, that instantly alarm, like, is alarming to me. Which, and that means you have to look at the fantasy implications. I, I, I don't even think it's that alarming because I didn't even hear about it until Bodie literally just said it. Dude, I'm ta- but I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, um, it scares me. It, like, I'm, I have to do a little bit of research, but, but just going off what you just told me. Um, I'm, I, that's it. I mean, it, it helps that it's a one o'clock game, I think. Um, I think it helps. So I think oh, actually, Schefter had just tweeted 15 minutes ago. Cornerback AJ Terrell, the Falcons, the only player or coach across the league who tests positive in the past twenty four hours heading into week three. And that's right. And and, and there so, we go. So that means so around the beat. Tests negative. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Good. All right. All right. Good. 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 I, mean, I was gonna say I was gonna start looking at like proc proc starting Julio, what Nick S. Cam and Ridley and Todd Gurley. Can I, can I say would have been interesting? Can I say a quick touch? The NFL found that guy very quickly and like acted upon it very quickly. Yeah, like, to, which is nice. Right? Do you, do you, could you believe that the season could possibly end in full? You know what I'm saying? Every all games can be played. Uh, well, well, that's the thing. Um, I think it makes me more optimistic for sure. Um, but I think we have to look at those those bad eggs. Like, if you look at baseball, there was those couple dudes what, from the Indians. Maybe I I can't think of their names, but but like they had purposely yeah, they left yeah. and went to a home, yeah. like Lavender, I think. Yeah, yeah. So so like like guys like that. Um, because I, I feel like. Um, I just don't believe in absolutes, meaning like like I don't believe in hundred percent. So like, sure. I, like I don't believe hundred percent of the of the guys are going to be acting um, with the best interest of the league. Sure. So I think um, if the NFL can can kind of um, weather the storm, so to speak, in terms of stuff shit like this this week yeah. of regular cases, and weather the storm in terms of like douches, like not giving a fuck about the rules. Sure. I think there's a shot. I think this like three weeks in, I'm I'm more optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think like. Like if I threw an over under, like on like literally on like a fifty fifty shot for the season, I'm still running under. I think, but it's closer. Mm-hmm. It's a lot closer. I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, think, I think they'll make it through. I, I mean, yeah. obviously they're not. It's it's you can't have a bubble like the NBA because it's the teams are too massive. Exactly. And and then like. Uh, I think they're they're handling it well. I think only like what select like select teams right now are bringing fans they're yeah. looking up to those teams to let, like let certain fans in or which whatever. that which i still think is foolish but i get they have to make money right. i get it right I, yeah i mean it, i i think they'll they'll be all right i think they have something good in place so what? i mean they just handled this pretty well you got one player test positive quarantine and yeah. you know everybody else is negative so and, yeah, and, and the game's being played bro that's high, huge I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm shocked to be honest. I'm sure the players are wearing masks in practice or something along that level, so that like when a situation like this arises, that doesn't like that's not because I mean, 
it's a high contact they, sport. Yeah. yeah. They're close they, to practice. They probably had like certain regulations and everyone followed them. So only one person got it. Which is huge. I mean, yeah. and, and that's the thing. I mean, like, like that's all that the NFL can do is, is, is put up the, the framework for, for the teams to follow. And then if the framework's good enough, they've done their job, and then you have to put it in the face of the yeah. teams. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, I think it's interesting. I'm all, I'm also interested to see. I know, I know the the I'm a side note. The the Prius sometimes kind of hums. So if you hear that in the background, she she's just she's just saying hello. <laughs> she's just saying hello. Yeah. But no, I, I think at that point it's up to the players and the teams. And I'm interested to see how this dude got COVID. Um, because I think that's also going to be interesting too, whether it be from like another player or like an outside person. Like maybe he was doing something wrong. Maybe he is one of those guys we we're talking about. So I think that's something too. Like like now that the scary part's out of the way and football is going to be played, I think now we have to look at what happened for sure. I, th- I think that's going to be a talking point moving forward for both us and then forever too. Um, so what we're, my, we're, uh, my my Swami picks, my Swami picks, Hugh the Chris Berman boys. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, for the week. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, um, I'm at the I end like of the pod, flying through. Well, yep, yep, I and like then, it. Uh, I like, let's see, I like Ted over you. Okay, I, I feel that. I feel um, that. I also agree Ted is the same. And I just lost McCaffrey, so I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like. You can so. give me Z over Nick. Um, no, I, I disagree. Uh, I also disagree. I think Nick's going to win and Z's going to go to 0-3. Yeah, yeah. I, really? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, actually, what makes you say that? I, I like, I mean, Z, yeah. Z's running backs, they're, they're not really PPR. I don't know. Every single one of his wide receivers. Boomer bust flex. I think Odell is not like, good um, also. Um, so so I, I think he had a flash in the paint last week. Um, I like Keenan Allen a lot. Um, like him, He played well with Herbert, so I think he could save him. But I don't know. I just think next team's pop, pop, pops off. But, yeah. I, but I think that, that might be the matchup of the week. I'm, I'm going to throw it yeah, out the there. the one to watch. Um, I like eh, – like no, I don't like Brandon. I got Jake over Brandon. I love Jake's team. Agreed. Yeah, Jake's team is tough. Wait, 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 wait. Metcalf's a stud. Jarek McKinnon. Oh, no, no, there's a lot of injuries there. All right, I like it. Metcalf's a stud. Uh, Yeah, McKinnon's a starter today. Yeah, for sure. You said that. Jacob's a stud. Jake's team, yeah. Josh Allen, bro. Jake's team is stud. I I think Jake, Proc, and Teddy, like we were talking. I think we talked about in the last time. Definitely Buse. Mike's team is pretty much the epicenter of his name. Yeah. So exactly. Um, yeah. Whatever that crater is, there was a big boom. Um, <laughs> and my and Mike's team. Yeah. And then uh, Wait, we didn't really we didn't really pick, but uh, man, Mike's uh, team got, looks I got, good. I got Higgs. I got Higgs. Mike's uh, team looks upset. good. Wait, 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 wait. No, it does not. Yes, it does. Matt Stafford, Nick Chubb, Fournette, Amari Cooper, Miles Jones Jr., CD Lamb, bro. Those are good players. Uh, and he has Ingram on the bench. Those are good players. That's a decent starting lineup. I'm just saying. This is just an interesting matchup to watch because both teams, I'm like, what the fuck's happening, actually? Who knows what's going on with Chubb? Okay, so, so for Mike's team. Who knows what's going on with Chubb? Who knows what's going on with Fournette? Um, he's starting two Dallas receivers, so that's kind of fucking wild. Oh, and Buse starting the other fucking Dallas receiver. Buse is starting the backup for... Christian McCaffrey. So, like, both teams, I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think these are probably the two worst teams in the league right now. Yeah, definitely. We talked about that. This is for the yeah. It's the shit title. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is the garbage bowl, which honestly, like, f- like follows suit with Thursday. I think the Jags and the Dolphins are probably the two worst teams in the league, too. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's pretty sick. This, so, is our, so, uh, uh, this is our Dolphins and Jags matchup. Yeah, yeah. Abuse if you're out there, Young Ho Co. I respect it. Young Hoo Koo is a is, is a staple for sure. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with him as well. And then, I, uh, I'm taking Higgs over. 
our, our man right here. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Higgs on the upset. Really, I, I, I like that. I, I, I like that. I, I, I have him too. Um, like I, I didn't finish my thought before, but I don't think he puts up one ninety two. But I still think he has a hell of a lot of points. Yeah. I could see that. Um, yeah. So I, I think we're coming to the end here. Um, just a little, um, a little another update. Um. So I won't get into it. Long story short, we have been talking with someone about a logo, but the first draft, we need a second draft, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to say we need a second draft. So we got <laughs> – uh, yeah, un- unbelievable, honestly. <laughs> unbelievable. But um, so we're moving forward with the logo for some branding kind of stuff, like merch down the line. Um, like Obviously, that's going to be in the future. Um, our next step, we're really working on the website. Um, we, we have a couple different avenues of going about that still. We're, we're progressing really well. Um, shout out Jake for, for grinding on the, uh, on the website. So, Appreciate for you. Sure, for sure. Um, yeah, we're also playing around with some different, um, what was some sound kind of things, um, like, uh, adding in some intro. Yeah, outro, yeah don't be afraid to effects. send us a little jingle if you got something in mind. Yeah, yeah, send us a jingle. Yeah, yeah, because obviously, like, in the beginning here, we just kind of rolled it and jump in, but we're, we're trying to posture up a little more, so, yeah. you know, and, and we're always looking for, for people to kind of jump in here um, and, and give some help. So if you have any ideas, questions, comments, concerns, anything you think you, you could contribute, um, Hit us up on the social media pages, um, Instagram, Facebook, message the page, post right on the page. Honestly, too, um, I, I want to make this part of the website, but if anyone's got any sort of fantasy questions, too, um, yeah. like give it a post right on our Facebook page. Or honestly, maybe we might even start um, doing some interactive posts, yeah. asking you guys what you think about some player matchups, some trades, some teams. So look look for us down the road to be kind of involved in the, the listeners a little more, too. Yeah, I also got to give a shout-out to Bobby Rashidi. Now he has to shout-out us Bobby. On, on all social media. Free branding. Free yeah, branding. Free branding is Bobby, oh, all, also a part of the Treehouse Gang. Exactly. Squirrel. He's the weasel snake squirrel. The weasel, <laughs> Bobby was actually, um, he's the gopher Teddy's brother. Uh, the squirrel, he was the third member behind the weasel and the snake of the treehouse gang. Um, so yeah. shout out. Um, we're pumped for that branding. Uh, the mouse mongoose Bodie. Uh, this was a hell of a pod, brother. Yeah, it was. Thank you. Uh, I've been chopping at the bit. You know, I was chopping at the bit last week. That's right. Um, That's right. honor, man. I, I, it was fun. Darren Waller daddy, baby. The, the Darren Waller daddy. Darren Waller daddy. This week, Darren Waller over 30. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm, I'm on, the, on the air, uh, uh, would you put $20 on that? Yeah. Twenty dollars, they all over thirty. We just shook hands on it, no, and I think that's the the, um, the, payout, a great point. the payout has to be like four to one if if he wins. <laughs> you got to pay him like double my money. Yeah. We'll discuss, but we just shook hands on Darren Waller over thirty. You're here first, <laughs> um, folks. Uh, pump for another week three. Um, for God's sakes, I hope the double dubs. I hope the ACLs t- say um stay intact this week because for God's sakes, they were hurting last week. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm the snake. I'm the weasel, and we're out. <laughs>